You're listening to the Empowerful Girls podcast that helps you grow curiosity, compassion, and confidence. This is 10 for teens and tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hello, girls. Welcome to episode 31 of 10 for Teens and Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls, and I am so glad you're here. I've got great news. I just launched a new Empowerful Girls website and newsletter. I would love for you to go check it out and get on the email list so you can stay up to date on the latest podcast episodes and new features when they're released. So head on over to empowerfulgirls.com. That's spelled E-M-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-G-I-R-L-S.com. And let's connect. It's almost the end of the school year here in the U.S., which means students are gearing up for final exams, projects, presentations, plus recitals and concerts and award ceremonies, lots of stuff. I've been to a few award ceremonies in the past and they're fun, you know, lots of clapping. But I've never heard of someone getting an award for being the most busy, or I've never seen a report card for the outstandingly overscheduled grade. Now that may sound ridiculous, yet for some reason, it feels like society puts high value on packing your schedule and pinballing from one event to the next. Busyness makes some people feel important, accomplished, and needed, as if busy is a badge of honor and the more busy you are, the bigger deal you are. But like I said, you won't get any gold stars or blue ribbons for being busy. There are some things you might get though, but you probably don't want them. If you're too busy, you might get stressed out, get less sleep, get sick easier, get worse grades, get no free time, get less enjoyment from life, or get disconnected from your family and friends. Those are the rewards for being overscheduled. And whether you want them or not, you'll get them if you're too busy. I want you to imagine you're on a road trip. And along the way, you see signs for rest stops and gas stations ahead, but you never stop to refill your gas tank. You just keep driving all day and night. Maybe you even watch the gas gauge and think, oh, it's not empty yet. I can still make it a few more miles before I run out of gas. But since you didn't take time to stop along the way to gas up, at some point you are forced to stop when your car runs out of gas and you won't be able to get it going again without refueling. If you can't call a tow truck, which is a hassle itself, you'll have to walk all the way to a gas station for a refill can and then walk all the way back to your car so that refill can will give you just enough gas to make it to the gas station to finally stop and refill your tank so you can get going again. It doesn't make sense not to stop for gas, does it? You work the same way. If you're always going nonstop, pushing ahead, ignoring signs that remind you to rest, refill, 
recharge, reset mentally and physically so you'll have enough energy to continue. If you don't stop regularly, you're going to run out of gas and be overwhelmed, exhausted, and miserable. In her book, Enough As She Is, author Rachel Simmons points out that girls today are told they can do anything. And while that sounds nice, girls interpret it to mean they have to do everything. And as much as girls try to balance schoolwork and clubs and sports and tutoring and activities and work and friends and family and dances and service projects and babysitting and social media and so many more things, squeezing something into nearly every second of every day, it's not humanly possible to do everything. And that's okay. It's taken me a long time to accept this fact with self-compassion. So if it's hard for you to hear, I understand. I want you to take a moment to reflect on your typical weekday routine. Let's say you wake up around 6 a.m. and go to bed around 9 p.m., which means you have about 15 hours in your day that you can do things. Now, think about how much time you spend doing something that's part of your schedule. Um, So all the things being getting ready, eating meals, school, work, exercise, homework, chores, lessons, practice, whatever's regularly part of your day. And some days may have more or less going on. So just pick a day and figure out how many hours those scheduled things take. Now subtract that number from 15, which is the number of hours in your day to do things. The answer you get is how much time you have left each day that's unscheduled. That's your downtime or free time. And hopefully there's some time left. If there is, how do you use that time? Uh, maybe scrolling social media or YouTube. I admit, I spend a lot of time on my phone and I'm trying to work on less. But there are more productive ways to utilize your free time so you get better rest, refill, reset, and recharge. You could read, write, or draw for fun, spend time with your family or friends, do an activity just because you enjoy it. Create something. Play a game together. Go outside. Give service to someone. Or just chill by yourself and let your mind and eyes rest. Now, I am not saying you schedule out every remaining minute of your day. Those are just some ideas of how you can use your free time. Now, if you don't have any free time or have very little time left over after doing our math problem, you may want to take a good look at all that you're doing, all that you're involved in, all you have scheduled, and reflect on each thing. There's nothing wrong with being involved in things that you enjoy. Discovering your interests, developing your talents, and utilizing your skills 
all help you grow as an individual. And it's great to be curious. It's okay to want to do lots of things, but you just can't do all of them at the same time. Being too busy can make the things that you enjoy not enjoyable anymore. Living overscheduled takes the fun out of life and that's no fun. So ask yourself how you feel about each thing that you're doing and whether it's something you still want to do right now. You don't have to cancel it for good. But if there's anything that you're just not enjoying anymore, you may want to consider whether you should continue with it. And it's good to honor your commitments. However, they shouldn't be at the expense of your physical or mental health. It's okay to change your mind and change your plans. Even just one less thing on your schedule could give you a much needed window of free time to help you balance out all of the other things that are still on your schedule. Some people use a day planner. It's like a notebook to organize the events and to-dos of uh, the day, week, month, even year, like friends. Planners help them manage their time and keep track of their schedule and responsibilities, and they can be a really useful tool. If you already have a day planner, I'd actually love to hear your thoughts about it and uh, what brand it is, as I want to explore them more in another episode. For now, though, to help you see how busy you are and visualize your schedule and hopefully find some more free time in your life. I created a My Time Planner worksheet that you can print out, personalize, fill out to see your time and how you spend it, and then post on your wall where you'll see it, remember it, practice it, and believe it, and hopefully help you have a less busy and more enjoyable life, because that's the important part. I will link that file in the show notes post for this podcast episode number 31 on the website empowerfulgirls.com. That's spelled E-M-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-G-I-R-L-S.com. And if you have any ideas or a topic suggestion, I would love to hear from you. Send an email, tweens, get the okay from your parents, um, email hello at empowerfulgirls.com. If you already have social media, you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Empowerful Girls. Sign up for the newsletter on the website empowerfulgirls.com. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 31 of the 10 for Teens and Tweens podcast by Empowerful Girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls.